Hey, it's panel time. Second Corinthians panel extravaganza. I'm here. My name is Steve Durr, and I'm here with my daughter, of all people. Autumn Durr. Autumn Durr. We named you Autumn because my wife Vicky and I fell in love in the autumn season. We got married in the autumn season. It was our favorite season at the time. Now, I still now think I would say that makes me the favorite child, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't think the other kids are listening to no, this. No, so I think it's safe to you say. You for sure are their favorite autumn. And we're also here with our friend... Natalie Hall. Natalie Hall. That's a perfect name. That sounds almost like a singer-songwriter. Thank you. Um, it was actually... Um, my mom just came up with it on the fly, but really, yeah. she's like, "Here's the name. You need a name. Need a name. I'm going yeah. with Natalie. That's awesome. It could have been worse, right? It was supposed to be Marley. Mar- oh, that that's kind of cool. Yeah, Marley. But I always think of Marley and me, right? Yeah, like the dog, right? So Which would have still been cool because, like, yeah. then I could have matched the dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you are the dog, actually. <laughs> that's good. I can edit that part up. Awesome. Keep it. All right, so today, today we're going to talk about 2 Corinthians. I mean, this whole week we've had awesome uh, devotionals based on 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And Chad Inman talked just real. I, first of all, I just want to say this. Everyone really has shared really authentically open about their lives. Chad shared some really just personal stuff and how the resurrection gives him hope and how he relates to God in every aspect of his life. Nate Little talked about the hope of heaven. Uh, Larry Hubley just, again, reminded us of the love of God that moves us. I Just hearing the, him quote hymns, I think I could do that all day and listen to that. Um, and then Mike Sternberg bringing it home with some phenomenal exclamation points and incredible illustrations and stories. So thank you all uh, for participating in this and for listening. So today we are talking about 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And so I'll start with you, Natalie. When you took time to read this chapter we've been covering this week, uh, what was there a verse that stood out to you or a concept or an idea? What caught your attention? So what caught my attention was when it says, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. I kind of took that as forgiving others as God has forgiven you, and I have started forgiving people in my life, and I'm kind to everyone due to him and his glory. I had somebody recently tell me, you're the nicest person I've ever met, and would ask me how I'm so nice, but in reality, I didn't really know until I kind of took a step back and realized like this was God just changing my life, and I am so grateful for the person he's turning me into that I'm just trying to share that with other people and spread the love. And it just kind of comes more naturally. Yeah, that's great. I love that. So you recognize like this passage, 2 Corinthians 5 talks about really clearly how Jesus has been the one to change our life. The old life is gone. The new life has arrived and we're reconciled to God. We have a new life with God. And what you're saying is, again, I've had an experience with God and his grace that now because of that, I'm sharing that with other people. I think that's phenomenal. Uh, So you're being that ambassador, right, for Jesus. So for you, how did that come about for you, that coming to know Jesus, that life with God that you're feeling now overflowing? Well, definitely shout out to Autumn because, I mean, she just really gets me more involved with God. And so it just, like, influenced me. But I was going through a really hard time in my life, and I didn't really like who I was And so I just started reaching out to God more. I started writing to him more, praying to him more, opening up my Bible and asked him to help me to not only love myself, but show me where he was working in my life. It kind of just happened. I started seeing his work in my life and 
I was able to then put that onto others. And when I saw I was able to help others, it only made me want to do it more. Right. So, yeah, it's like you, you've discovered a ministry of helping people experience and encounter the love of God that you've experienced. So, and I, what I love about what you shared too, is that it goes with our passage today that talks about, you know, come back to God, you know, the plea, the pleading in, in 2 Corinthians 5, like where he's saying, come back to God. And really what you were experiencing is it wasn't that God had left you or anything. God was always there for you. But, you know, we kind of drift and do our thing and you're kind of turning back to God, seeking him. And it's not like you have to convince him to say, hey, will you take me in? You know, I, I'm worth it. He's like, no, you're my daughter. I, I Come home. Welcome home. You know, mm-hmm. and I love that picture, how loved you are and how you share that with others. So thank you for sharing that. I lo- love that story. How about you, Autumn? For you, was there anything from this section or any theme that came up that caught your attention? Yeah, I also agree. I really like the idea of reconciliation. I think sometimes in just the greater world and church, specifically within my job, um, the idea is to kind of like go in and help people. And like, how can we help bring people to God? How can we help them learn of his love and all of this great stuff, which like is all super fantastic, but we're also just human. And I think the cool thing is, is that how you just said, like reconciling, they were already with God before and now it's just coming back to God. Um, I always kind of like to envision God is just like sitting in a coffee shop and he's like, hey, like I'm sitting here. I got my order. Like, are you going to come in here and like. I've got got a tab going. Just pick a drink. I got your Starbies ready. It's your favorite. It's got oat milk. Not Big B? Not right now. That's pretty much like a You gave me a gift card, so we're going to Starbucks. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Um, But kind of that idea that he's just like there and waiting. Um, And I think it's really cool that it kind of takes the pressure off of all of us humans that like we are just not capable of like getting people into heaven. That's just like not our job. But we do get to look around and be like, okay, where is God working? And where is he moving and like, what are the things he's getting to do and get to just kind of come into that, be that ambassador to help just encourage that process and just to meet people where they're at too. Cause everyone has a different relationship with church and God and getting to see like how even just that reputation, um, can be reconciled with God. Um, so that's been just a cool thing to see in my own life and like within work too, is I don't have to do everything. It's up to God, but how can I partner with God? Right. And that he invites us into his work, but we have to be reminded, like you're saying, it's his work. And I like what both of what you shared, both of you shared something essentially of wanting to see other people flourish and experience full life. Jesus in John 10, 10 said, I've come to give life and life to the full. So we want people to experience that life, that reconciled relationship with God. But like what you're saying is that that's God's work. It's not ours. We're in a women's group right now, and we've been talking about like grit and what is like spiritual grit look like. It's like the Detroit Lions. That's like their theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea, um, did you? Except we'll win. Oh, Natalie. <laughs> Got oh, that, kind of, that hits close to home. <laughs> yeah, that was a big damage to the ego. <laughs> it was. Uh, anyway, so um, about grit. Okay. Yeah, but we were talking about, we've been talking about spiritual grit and what that looks like and how do we get to connect with God? Because the idea is like, if we are close with God, kind of how it talked about earlier in Second Corinthians, like we will be that fragrance. We will be that letter of God. The more we spend time with him, we're just getting to live life like Jesus lived that other people kind of get to look at us and be like, oh. Like, I, I don't have that. I want that. And 
that's just kind of a cool thing, especially when we get to experience that peace and that goodness and just that love of like, oh, I'm just not getting angry all of the time or I'm in my own life. Like I have slowly become more like emotional. I used to not be a very emotional person and like God has definitely had to step in and do a lot of work there to help me. Like, what are my emotions? How do I work through my emotions? And like seeing that even like how that's improved my own relationships and people getting to see like you've been able to change. And I always feel like that's such a good way to just encourage other people is like, look, I have been able to change or you see my life is different because that makes people curious as to how do I how do I get that or how do I get there? So continue to experience that grace and mercy and change in your own life, you know, and, and as you do, that becomes a sweet aroma, hopefully, for that person to be drawn to Jesus. How about you, Natalie? You know, what would you say to someone who maybe desperately wants to change another person, but, you know, helping them realize that it's in God's hands? Well, a thought came to my mind while Autumn was talking. I kind of look at it as like, we look up to celebrities, right? And you like, you want what they have, all that. I think that when you are a follower of Jesus and you have him fully in your heart and you're living for that, people are going to see you flourish in your life. And that, because I know this from personal experience, I saw how happy people were with Jesus in their life versus me without. You saw some joy yeah. in them. Even, yeah. even were they even going through tough stuff? Because it doesn't mean being a Christian, everything goes right. But you saw like a difference even in that. Yeah. Like my grandma, she's been through a lot her whole life, but she just stayed true to that. And I remember in the last couple of years, especially, she just was pushing and pushing and pushing. And I was like, I, I want this. Like I really do. And now that we're both at that point, we share a lot and we're like, she's like, I'm so happy that you finally opened up. And I know that for other people, if they see that with me, all I can do is keep sharing with them. You know, you can just run to him for everything and he will never leave you. That's good. So just sharing your life and that's great. Well, I think it's a great reminder. I love that you shared about your grandmother. I think it's a great reminder for all the grandparents listening today or even parents who maybe, you know, you worry about your kids or grandkids or people in your life. And just to be reminded that um, God's at work in people's lives. Just continue to be that faithful picture, as well as if you're younger, if you're college age or you're in your early 20s, like the two awesome women I'm here with today, just that you yourself, God can use you in powerful ways just through your life. So that's awesome. Well, thank you both for sharing from this passage and from your own life. We'll just close in prayer. God, thanks for this time together. Thank you for Autumn and Natalie. Bless them. Pray that they would more and more experience that transformation and love with you and that those around them would see you, Jesus, and be changed. And for all those in our lives that we desperately want to see experience new life with you, may we, God, trust in you, continue to be changed and transformed by you. And then, God, we just, we pray. We share from our lives and we share uh, with our words, you, Jesus, and would you, who's already at work, draw them to yourself. So thank you, Lord, for new life and hope with you. In Jesus' name, amen.